Mazda presents The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. All right, so... So Steve's going to start the show with some breaking news. Breaking news. What? This never happens. It always happens directly after the show finishes at about 2 o'clock. That, <laughs> when we record, that's usually when the breaking news happens, and we're done. Breaking, breaking. What happened? Uh, the Maple Leafs alumni roster for the Centennial Classic. Ooh, and the Detroit Red Wings one was released today. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yes. <laughs> All I saw was the Leafs one. Both sides. So maybe bring up the Red Wings one while I read the Leafs I, one. I will do that. Uh, for the Leafs, Dave Anderchuk. By the way, not in the Hall of Fame yet. He's been really? eligible for nine years. Uh, that's a bit of a that's. Uh, didn't Down Goes Brown put out a um, oh. an article at Sportsnet.ca about Hall of Fame snubs and Paul Correa was like, Paul Correa's not the biggest snub because like I think he's gonna get in. Mm-hmm. But Andrew Chuck, it's been long enough that he might not. <laughs> yeah, he he might not. It's kind of weird, which would be a shame. Thankfully, uh, it doesn't work like the baseball one where you can get eliminated from contention to the Hall of Fame. Um, I think that's the correct way to do it. Really? Because your stats don't change. You Once you're retired and they determine that you're not eligible, what changed? Well, what happened in those 10 years to make you a better player? You're, you're just waiting, waiting for a bad year. Yeah. 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 But if you're Gretzky, uh, if you're going in Gretzky's year, yeah. it's like, well, I don't stand a chance against Gretzky. He's Gretzky. So then maybe after 10 times you don't get in, then it's enough. See, he's a really interesting case. Why did he have to be the first name? This is going to go by so slowly. But he, he, uh, I heard, uh, I think it was Dan Rosen was was talking about it. He's one of only two guys with 600 or more goals not in the Hall of Fame. And the only other guy is Yager, and the reason he's not in is because he's still playing. Yeah, D- Dave Anderchuk deserves to be in the Hall yeah. of Fame. Yeah, well... There's name one. <laughs> but he does have a statue in Tampa Bay. He sure does. By the way, he won the Stanley I Cup. believe I'm going to the Lightning v. Canucks game in early December as I'm going to be down in Sarasota, Florida to Whoa. visit my parents because that's what all retired people do. They move to Florida and I can't wait to do that myself. <laughs> I am also watching the Canucks. Really? Canucks Leafs, December 3rd in Vancouver. Oh my God. That's yeah. right. I wow. forgot about it's, that. It's the Steve Nagel podcast tour of Vancouver. <laughs> I'm going to watch from home. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we should do? What? We should watch the uh, the Vancouver Canucks game together and Skype Jesse. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. And we Have can we watch like, yet? Then we the can show? watch like we're at an Islanders game. <laughs> Have we announced that yet on the show that you're going to be at the... No, no, hey, Jesse's going to yeah. Vancouver. Yeah. Bring your tomatoes, what you, Canucks fans. What are you doing there? <laughs> I'm just hanging out. Just having Do you have a job fun. interview there that I don't know about? I have many job interviews constantly. If you are leaving mm. either of these shows, I will I will be so mad. <laughs> I am not. Okay, good. I'll, I'll be all the upset. I'll be all the... Because we're, we're doing this till we're 86, by the way, gentlemen. 86 is the magic number. Or, or at least 70. 86. Like or that Sean Mendes. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> so, hey, did you hear the last show? <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. So, you're, you're saying we'll do the show until we're old enough to be racist? Is that yes, what it is? Until somebody okay. else with a different show yells about us and says we're done. <laughs> I think I'm done with Steve Dangle. Uh, fair enough. We're still on the first name. <laughs> so, uh, Dave Anderchuk is a guy who scored 600 goals. Cool. He's a guy. Wendell Clark. Uh huh. Ty Dami, uh, Dave Ellett, Doug Gilmore, Al Iafredi, Cujo, Curtis Joseph, Thomas Caberlet, Gary Lehman, the Blue Mohawked One, Brian McCabe, Ooh, Lanny McDonald. That was unfortunate. Big Daddy Bob McGill, 
Mike Palmatier, Felix the Cat Potvan, Gary Roberts, Boris Salming, Daryl Sittler, Matt Sundin. He's actually going to make his way to North America. That's amazing. That's because I believe his he who, the reason he wasn't at the oh I think he's a daddy now. He's a dad now. I forgot he was having that. a baby. That's why he couldn't be at the ceremony. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, and I also am not hundred percent sure he knew. Well, no, they none of them none of them did until like ten did. minutes before. Yeah, uh, Matt Sundin, Steve Thomas, Stumpy, uh, Darcy Tucker, Rick Vive, Tiger Williams, and one of my favorite Leafs as a kid. Never talked about, very underrated, Dmitry Yushkevich. He was awesome. I love Dmitry Yushkevich. I remember the, the, the Yushkevich and Markov shutting down the Yermir Yager line oh, in I the second it. round of the playoffs, and I actually went to one of the games where Steve, Sylvian Cote scored a goal Whoa. to start the game, and I believe you're doing a trade tree on him, are you not? Uh, already did. Already he did. was the He was in the Aki Berg one. Ah, uh, yes, yes, he yes. was. Now, uh, we have the Detroit Red Wings version, too, and I know we have a lot of listeners in Michigan and uh, who are just Detroit fans in Southern Ontario as well, too. So, uh, Chris Draper. Hey! Hey, Neighbor- St. Brendan's alumni. <laughs> Tilly Street alumni, Whoa. which is where I grew up. Whoa. Uh, Chris Draper, Dino Cicerelli, Martin Lapointe, Doug Brown, Sergei Fedorov, Slava Kozlov, Brendan Shanahan. How dare you? That tr- Wait, really? Traitor. Trickery. How dare Trickery. you, Brendan? How dare you? We should reach out to him for comment and be like, excuse me, why are you such a traitor? Brendan, yeah. we understand you're a traitor. Why? Dear treasonous. <laughs> uh, Thomas Holstrom, Mickey Redman, Darren McCarty, Igor Larionov, Kirk Malpe, Joe Kosher. So basically, most of those guys are the guys that won, they won all the cups with at the at the end of uh, the last millennium. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas Lindstrom, Larry Murphy, Chris Chelios, also three on that list. Yuri Fisher, Paul Coffey, Matthew Dandino, Manny Legacy, and Kevin Hodson. I don't remember Kevin Hudson. Me neither. I remember Manny Legacy, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Was Chris Osgood on that list? He's not. No, and there was another name floated for uh, the Hall of Fame in the near future. Who's that? Oh, Chris Osgood? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, is Mike Vernon in the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. Mike Vernon's a guy that I think should be in the Hall of Fame. There, there are, man, next year's class has some names available. Well, Tamo Solani's the lock. I think it's his first year of eligibility. Mm. Korea's in there. Daniel Alfredson is in there. Dave Anderchuk is still in there. Mark Recchi is in there. Um, I would tell the Hall of Fame not to Anderchuk this chance. Whoa! To honor a man who deserves. How dare you? Like, how could you look us in the eye and try <laughs> to just, say that? Jesse's, Jesse laughed a little. Like, no, he didn't. He, he was just kept his head down and decided to not be your friend for that moment. <laughs> I was very disappointed. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's, it, that, that alumni game will be great. It'll be great. The They're, whole experience will be great. You've been to this, so you know. Yeah, I encourage everyone if, you know, if, uh, you know, the guilt of killing somebody um, won't weigh that much on your conscience, you can, I'm sure, shank someone and take their tickets. Right. Because that's the only way you're going to get them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you'll enjoy it. It'll be a wonderful experience and bundle up. Lots of layers. Yeah. Um, The alumni game is cool. I don't know if uh, women's hockey is going to be involved at all this year. And then, of course, the game itself. Uh, between the Leafs and Red Wings, it'll be fun. If it's anything like the uh, Boston-Montreal game I was at last year, it'll be fun. It'll be lots of fun. It'll be exciting. And a different atmosphere. It'll be like a lot more um, a lot more intimate. And it's not at this giant 80,000-seat NFL arena. It'll it'll be like, what, 35,000? 30, 35, 36. I know they added, yeah. um, they added a whole stand. Like They brought in, you know, like... 
what they do for you know those temporary grandstands. They mm-hmm. put in a new one for the Grey Cup, uh, which is the Canadian Football League. Everybody uh, paying attention in America. <laughs> and uh, didn't that get them up to thirty five thousand? I think it did. Yeah. Um, and Canada, it's funny, not as big. When they have TFC games there, all those tickets sell, man. They they. Yep. Uh, it's funny. You you could have. You wouldn't know it in this city, but you could have double the amount of people at a Toronto football club game that you would have at a Leaf game. Close. Close like, to it. Because Leafs are about 18 grand, right? 18,000? Uh, after all the suites and everything, I think it's closer to 19 and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then you've got 36. That's at, pretty crazy. That is crazy. That is it's pretty cool. Crazy. Argos, not so much. No, nah, well, <laughs> they haven't been around that l- I mean... Ah, shucks. Ten years. Um, <laughs> I'm nuts. <laughs> um, so let's let's just. Uh, I mean, but we got we got to talk about a lot of things today. We got Subban tonight here in Toronto. That's He's right. He's coming back home to the city that he re- really loves. The city he truly loves. Absolutely. Um, let, I mean, let's be honest. It's good that you say that. It's good to articulate that. I, f- I find it doesn't rub anyone the wrong way. If there's a city that loves him, it's also Toronto. Oh, absolutely. Um, we also have to talk about the NHL and the 2018 Olympics. Oh, yes, yes. And the Coyotes and their new arena deal. Mm. And a really interesting stat, which we will get into next, which Jesse found, which I think is so interesting. Now, it's a couple days out of date, but oh, it, yeah. it is such <laughs> a great stat, and you're going to geek the hell out, even if you're not an advanced stats person. I you're love bl- stats. You will be blown away by the stat, which is already two days old, but still hasn't changed all that much. They haven't played, so I think it's still good. Because oh. only there were only one NHL game Monday. Right. So the entire stuff. So okay. I think I know. Good, yeah. I think I know. Oh what yeah, this, is. this is you'll good. like it. You're gonna love it. First thing though, I want to address is the is is last show. <laughs> We're gonna dive headlong. It it it, it uh, kicked up a notch. Didn't it did. It? Also, it did. I had a question. Oh, I never got to oh, question. let's get to your question first. Oh, so Steve's wearing a Mario Brothers shirt. Oh man, they're called the Mario Brothers. Uh huh. Why are they called the Mario Brothers if one of them named is Mario and the other one's name is Luigi? Is his name Mario Mario? And the other one is Luigi Mario. Is this your shower question of the day? No. You I just, just came up with this? No, Jesse says that. he has a good shower thoughts question for us. I, I've seen that asked before and I never got an answer. Wow. Is he Mario Mario and the I, other one's Luigi Mario? They're the Mario Brothers. Well, no, I think he's Super Mario. And the other one may be Luigi So you Mario. think his first name <laughs> is Super? Yeah. Yeah. It's not very Italian. Super. Like, <laughs> Superi. 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 I don't know. I'm assuming that's a word. It's not a word. I have no idea. Uh, that's why I always tell you, like, pronounce my name right. Damn it, it's Dan Gile. Dan Gile. Mm. I don't know. I just, I just thought I'd ask. That's a good question, man. I just thought I'd ask. By the well, way, Jesse, I'll have to ask my relatives at the macaroni factory about it. <laughs> Somebody messaged us last about last week's uh, question, and Jesse was talking about, what was it, uh, if if there are Sour Patch Kids, where are their parents? And somebody said they're with wine gums? Yeah. No, 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 yeah, their parents are wine gums. Which... Uh, that was Diana. I remember now. Damn, good Diana. one, Diana. I mean, you answered it. Yep. I've never seen one of those, like, actually answered. No. Yeah. <laughs> Most people just ignore that, and they get, they yell at us for other things, because they're like, no, that that breaks my brain. That's so, too much. Sometimes you're like, oh, that's kind of clever, and that was the first one where I was ever like, damn, that's that's the answer. That's that's what it is. Okay, thanks, Diana. Yeah, thanks. Now that that's done, <laughs> what else do we want to tackle? <laughs> let's, let's quickly mention last, last week's show. 
uh, or the last show that we did on Thursday last week. Now, yes, I understand some of you were disturbed by the Bob Cole impression. Yes, and, and the Jabler uh, story, which is understandable <laughs> as well. Um, some of you had to turn it off. No, we're going to talk about the, the, the we're not going to get more into politics. Our message was this. Our message was this. Yes. The Steve Dangle podcast is an inclusive environment. Yes. Uh, as I said at the time, not an airy-fairy safe space. Oh, feel free to be. But yeah, feel free to be you. And feel free that, yeah, you can say what you want, but there are going to be people who disagree with you. And they're going to go, hey, hey, hey. you, you, stop it. Hey, you. I, don't, I don't agree. Now, I might call you stupid. What I want to say, what I want to say about this is a couple things. One of them involves the just the overarching um, talk that we had. The second thing involves Don Cherry. Okay. So the first thing I want to say is that um, I was I, I was <laughs> uh, genuinely shocked by the amount of amazing messages that we got oh, afterwards. A lot of Americans. A lot of Americans. A lot of Americans. And a lot of Americans who identify with a group that you would say is outside of the um, precipitated norm. Right, the 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 norm that is, uh, well, I'm you know I'm a straight white whatever. Oh. Right, I, they I are. give Adam funny looks during the show, and that's because he uses words I don't understand. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, like people, precipitated. I'm like, ah, oh, rain. You know, <laughs> as in like the, the norm that is. I, and if somebody's gonna tweet me and say I use that word wrong, probably. But the, I'm like, ah, oh, yes, rain and snow and things. I understand. The point is, you know, there's a norm, quote unquote, norm in society sure. that everybody deems normal. And yet nobody feels normal. I can tell you even normal people don't feel normal. Um, and and yet we all feel we're outside of it. And yeah. there are people that messaged us and said, listen, you made me feel uh, like there's a community. And there is. Yeah. I want to have a, I want to do, I, I do want to say this. There was a lot of people that sent us stuff on a, why their families voted uh, Republican, uh, why they vo- themselves voted Republican, why they disagreed with what they said mm. or what we said, excuse mm. me. And what I want to say about that is that's great. Yeah. What I love about that and what I loved about most of the rhetoric and, and most of the wording was that none of it was – it was criticizing arguments maybe that we made, criticizing yeah. um, uh, criticizing some of our maybe, – maybe our, our politically held beliefs. But I will say this. 99.9% of the comments yeah. were respectful. Civil. Yeah. Civil. I, I went he back did. at a few of them, though. Like, I mean, just because you have a response doesn't re- mean that response is a very good one. Right. <laughs> Thank you for at least making it polite. But, but that I, is but I, that is a debate. <laughs> is that not a debate? Is it is a debate. Point? And is that what and we should we should yeah. at least listen to each other. Yep. That's yep. And that's what being inclusive is. Part of it is listening to each other. And for anybody that felt um, I that think we should listen to most people for anybody that felt that we were. Uh, that we were too harsh, you know. That's that is is what it is. We all make st- your own podcast. We stand behind, yeah. There we stand is. behind the words that we said. Uh, maybe uh, some of the maybe you felt we got a little too passionate at points, but you know what? Sorry, that's who we are. We're yeah. human beings. We're flawed, mm. and that's that's what it is. And I'm not I'm not apologizing. I don't feel bad for anything I said. I'm a human being. I'm flawed, and the last show was not one of the reasons why. <laughs> yeah. So hey, I uh, I get what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. I'm digging in. Oh, and that's fine. No, no, I'm not. Listen. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know, I know. What I want to say is this. We are going to disagree on things. Yeah. This community will disagree on things. Yeah. What I what I won't have is the the typical crap that you hear online, which is, yep. you're a terrible person. I hope you burn in hell. That, none <laughs> well, of that happened, of which was amazing. That really is amazing. Yeah. 
And it speaks to the intellect and the patience uh, of the people that listen to this show. And I appreciate that. And, and every, it's a good every, show. And if anybody wants to. <laughs> Sorry, engages, good listener. Good, it's a good, it's good, a good audience. Show. <laughs> and if anybody who cares to and wants to engage us directly, I encourage you to do that. But do it in a respectful manner. Yeah. We will absolutely respond when we can. Obviously, we've got things going on in our lives like you do in yours. But listen, if you disagree with us, that's totally cool. Just come at us uh, respectfully. And, and we, we want to talk to you. We want to talk to you. And again, as I said, anytime, if you feel alone, if you feel disenfranchised, we're here and the community's here. Mm. So just know that. Uh, the other thing I want to say is we, we, we talked very candidly about Don Cherry. And one of the things I asked on the last show was, are we done? Can I add add some context to the story before you get into it? Yeah. So I got a call this morning from my mom, and she's like, "Oh, were you watching watching breakfast television this morning?" I go, "No, why? What happened?" She's like, "Oh, Don Cherry was on with Adam, and Adam rubbed his face." <laughs> so they had and I'm the- like, "Mom has not listened to the last podcast yet." No. So 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 Which, Gina, mom, Gina- uh, it's not too late. <laughs> don't don't do it. <laughs> Maybe don't. The first part, um, fine. The rest, no, Dina, not so much. Dina and Kevin, they were both talking about Don's skin, and they were talking about, like, oh, it's very supple, you know? Like, And so Kevin's like, go uh, go up and rub Don's face. And Don's right there. And I'm like, I am not going to rub Don Terry's face. Are you On any day, I'm not going to do that. And anyway, so they pushed it, and Don's like, oh, I didn't realize it was that kind of show. Like, he was really funny about it. Here's the thing. And this has been the, the part that has been... I think that I didn't acknowledge this myself enough on the last show. Um, and that is, that is this, you know, when I met Don today again, as I did the first time, I genuinely liked him. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, genuinely liked the man and genuinely understand why he's popular. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this totally. is a man who had a huge, huge part of, I mean, Don Cherry, and this I told him this no today. Reason. No, and I told Don Cherry this today. Part of the reason I'm such a passionate Leaf fan is that you got on TV when they sucked in the mid-90s and said, if you grew up in Toronto, it's a cop-out to cheer for another team. You should be cheering for your hometown team. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, my eight-year-old brain was like, yeah, that makes sense. And then mm-hmm. I became a Leaf fan. Um so Look, what if I, he gets up there and 85% of what he says is fine and dandy, that's great. It's the fifteen percent, and 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 that's the thing. In all of this, what we have to remember is that the people we are talking to online are people, and they're technically probably people that we would like. Doesn't mean we agree with them. It doesn't mean that we're okay with the way they think. But we might like them. We might find them to be good people to be around. And I had a conversation with one of our listeners about that. He was really he was really pissed with me, really mad. Good. And and I said, "Man, we've met. Like you know I'm a rational guy. Come at me and, and tell me an argument. Don't start a conversation attacking me." That and, is a cool thing with this show is we've met so many of the listeners. Yeah. Right? Well, and what I said to him and he yeah. said, "Well, he said I I can like you, but I don't have to like the way you went about handling that." And he disagreed with the way I handled it. Fine. Um and that's totally cool. My point in all of this is remember that when you're on the other side of an argument, do I still stand behind everything I said? Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't agree with what Don Cherry says when he gets into those sorts of subjects. Mm-hmm. I just don't. And I don't like it. And it makes me uncomfortable and it upsets me. You know why? Because mm-hmm. my bar for Don Cherry's <laughs> higher than that. Because I expect Don to be a, a good, accepting person. And sometimes he says things that really make me crazy but when i met him today i was like you know what i still like him i just don't like his opinions and and 
there's a and I, I want that to be a real thing that you take away from this show from the last couple episodes. The people that you are arguing with online are people that you would probably like, especially if you're on our Reddit page, which, by the way, blew up after the last show. Shit. So yeah. many comments. With and a lot I, of thank yous and, and other, you. other, other blank dash yous. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I, I think there's going to be a lot of people that, that – there might be people that disagree with me on this. That's fine. But the fact of the matter is a lot of the – like I talked about, you know, you're, you're, if you got a racist uncle – you probably love that racist uncle, right? Mm. You hate their point of view, though. Mm. And is it okay to is it okay to say uh, is it okay to say nothing? No, you still have to call that racist uncle out. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one, I'm but str- that's I'm how struggling I feel with it. I'm, I believe in I believe in debate and discussion and discourse, but I think after a while, because that, that's what I did, mm-hmm. right? I went in there and I had some discussion and. After a while, I'm like, well, I think we're done here. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm gonna not debate going someone. to agree with you. Yeah, but at, at one point, I've heard you out, and if after hearing you out, I still think you're totally, totally wrong and damaging to the people around you and people I love, <laughs> um, I don't need to give you respect. I don't. Um, it's not a fair way to be. It's not the nicest way to be. Um, ah, don't care. Don't ca- I. Well, it's, it's it was thing. a very unpleasant week. It was. It was, <laughs> it was a was very, <laughs> very unpleasant week. Yeah, it was. It was tough. Um, the end of the day, we're not going to agree on everything, and uh, uh, you know what? I, what I can guarantee you is this: from everybody on this show, you will always get respect, but but expect that you have to also give it. The second it becomes disrespectful, uh, the second you, you you step off that line, well, we're human beings too, right? Those are the rules. Don't you dare tell me Matt Hunwick should be getting top of <laughs> line minutes. Pairing minutes. Steve and I disagree about living downtown. Jesse disagrees with Steve as well. Steve should be living downtown. Steve was late today I, I because guess what? I am tired of being ganged up on by you two. Because he doesn't live downtown, Jesse. Is that the reason you were late? It's no. No, that was my fault. <laughs> that was my fault. Why were you late, Steve? Uh, I was uh, writing my article about the uh, Cody Franzen trade. Mm-hmm. I thought it w- I would be done on time. <laughs> and then it's quarter to the time I need to leave. And I haven't showered, haven't taken the dog for a walk, and I just finished. My so favorite, my favorite part of every Steve story is I thought I would have time, but yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean I think there's been a few on this show uh-huh. where a few times. Man, I'm I'm decent at talking about hockey. I'm not good at time, <laughs> time management. management. It's okay, me neither, man. Jesse's the good one at this, actually. I think of all of us. I disagree. Really. At what? Time management? Time management? You're always on time. Yeah, you're always uh, on time. Yeah, occasionally. Producers are good at time yeah. management, mm-hmm. usually. Yeah. They yeah. have to be. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Jesse and I have been talking, Steve. I'll and we're a little concerned that. about you. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, we're a little concerned about you. First off, we know that you haven't paid your power bill in a few months. And yesterday, they finally shut off the power. And that's why you were tweeting about <clears throat> your dangle apparel, finally, you know, only being a couple hours left to buy it. Can you still buy it, or is it done? Uh, it's done. Up? I could probably relaunch it, though. I mean, we, I, I might relaunch it just so that you can buy it before Christmas. Well, yeah, because I mean, the thing is, is that if Steve can't pay for his power bill, mm-hmm. we don't get videos. See, it was mm. just a, it was a misunderstanding. I thought in Oshawa the power was free. Right. 
Right. I just thought it was free. So now you owe how much and you owe a lot back, right? I owe 50,000 Oshawa dollars. Really? We're on a different Which currency. Is like $3 Canadian. <laughs> oh, totally. So it's monopoly all, money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I reached into the couch. I found $3 yesterday. I paid we're, it? we're close. We're close to being able to pay. It. So okay. does everybody in Oshawa not pay their power bill and that's why everyone's power was out? Uh, I, I haven't found the answer to that, but I, I will shout it down the street so the and the rest of out? Oshawa will hear it because it's so small and uh, they'll, they'll let me know they'll get back to me so the power was out in Oshawa last night? power was out in Oshawa last for night for how long? Um, it was off for about an hour the first time and then I don't know I fell asleep the second time oh wow <laughs> yeah it was it was off for quite a bit because mm-hmm. it came back on and then shortly after, we heard a very loud bang, which we found out later was a transformer. And then it went oh, off what? again. Yeah. So all yeah. like 10 people who own power, they were affected. Yeah. And, and yeah. cows. There, well, okay. Jesse, didn't you hear about the next? Fa- There's 11 people there now. Oh, what? Somebody else is there. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Someone had a kid. <laughs> someone had a kid. Someone had a Jesus. kid. Yeah, there was a big party for them at the Legion. It was cool. Mm. <laughs> Um, <laughs> How dare you dump on Legion parties? They are the best. Legion. I don't get it. I've never been. You never did a Legion party? No. Oh, man. Scarborough, there was Legion parties all the time. See, Jesse grew up a fine young man, whereas we grew up scumbags. Yeah, we did grow up in a... Well, here's... Yeah, okay, so the Legion... <laughs> or is, we just grew up in different parts of the city. Yeah, so the Legions are where... There's a Legion in Mississauga. Uh, no, where, that's where the a, vets gather. There, How dare not. you? It's a six hundred thousand person. Yeah, city. there's a legion in Mississauga. Somewhere. No, there isn't. There has to be. No, there isn't. Has to. Be. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna like. I'm not even gonna Google it right now because I know. I know there's a legion in Mississauga. No, somewhere. no. Jesse's every- gonna find a way so for there, there to no not be a legion. So there are no war veterans in Mississauga. What are those? <laughs> okay. I don't know. They're war happened. veterans, not yeah. shoes. Jesse, we don't celebrate you can't Remembrance ask Day in Mississauga because no one fought. I've never celebrated Remembrance Day. In well, you don't celebrate life. it. You honor exactly <laughs> disrespect. <laughs> see, you see how he brought that around in like that, like that. I was ready to pounce. He's he. That is a. You would make a great TV pundit. Like you are too I good at that, man. That. Honestly, you're a katanasaur, Jesse. You are long and sharp. Just don't sound like compliments, people. <laughs> that was that was. <laughs> see, see what I mean. You are like you're. <laughs> we were talking about the Legion and War Vets. All you have to do is start a conspiracy theory that Gary Bettman is a, actually a lizard, and you will be Alex Jones from Infowars. Yeah, share it on Facebook. Yeah. Wait and, till it has a hundred, eight hundred thousand shares, and then Jesse becomes president. You know that's yeah. how it works. Earth is flat. The Earth is oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I, I do now. <laughs> thanks, thanks to you, YouTube video from unverified source with a bunch of le- numbers and letters in your name. Um. So when we go, to, we're gonna go to break. <laughs> But when we come back, sports. Can we talk about? Can we talk about arena deals? Yeah, we can talk about a bunch of stuff, man. Because we didn't. <laughs> arena deals are are interesting, and this stat is interesting. And Subban is in town tonight, and that is interesting. All of that next on the Steve Dangle podcast on the Fan Five Ninety on Sportsnet Five Ninety. The Fan Leafs tonight are hosting a very special mustard colored team, the Nashville. Oh, I was going to say the Sabres from a couple years ago. The Sabres from a couple years ago. Last year's Montreal Canadiens. Not really. Um, oh, wow. The, the, standout, <laughs> the standout star from last year's Montreal Canadiens. Let's say, you know, last year's Montreal Canadiens. There you go. Basically, PK. There you go. Um, hey, they lost, by the way. Final. I think it's news every time the Habs lose. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how unbelievably good Carey Price is. 
Like, it's just outrageous. I saw the score the other day. I went, oh, Carey Price finally lost. Nope. Montoya and Ness. It's unbelievable. He hasn't lost in over a calendar year. I, I know he was hurt for a lot of that. It's but. so... I, I never thought... I mean, we always kind of... Th- Montreal was definitely an exciting team to watch. And we said that at the beginning of the season. It's like, what? what's this going to be? Mm-hmm. Because we obviously disagree with the Subban trade. And people are like, well, here we are, 15 games in. Clearly, Montreal won that trade. No. Montreal, the problem with Montreal is Montreal should have been good last year, too. And what would Montreal be if Carey Price wasn't in net? Well, we have a couple games, and... Well, okay, one... I, no, no. No? I'm not taking the easy... I refuse to take the easy road out on that one, because a lot of people were like, well, after the 10 nothing game, well, here they are. Well, they're not a 10 nothing team. No, but they were quick to go, look, Montoya. Montoya's a good goalie, man. He's a good backup. Right. So when he so what's his record now? Mm, I think it's yeah, it must still be above five hundred. I think he played the first three games of the season. Okay, so he's probably like three and two, something like that. Okay, um, but the point I is, just, I just think the Habs would be close to the same record, if not have the exact same record with Subban. Yes, yes, <laughs> like it's Carey Price has been so good that I think it's inconsequential. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Isn't that a, like the biggest trade, maybe like of the last two decades, and he like wipes it out. And my point, and Weber was never bad. My point in that is that, like I said, Montreal is supposed to be good because Carey Price is supposed to be in the lineup. And the whole hoopla last year about it was that the team sucked without him, and the team I think still isn't that great without him. And look, hey, Shea Weber's scoring lots of goals. Okay, of all the critics, like if you look. At all the criticism of that trade, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone, even Andrew Berkshire, was like, "Yeah, Weber's not going to score goals." No one he said scored that. twenty goals last year. He's a, he's a goal scoring defenseman, and he's sure. very very good. He's very very tough. The I, I don't know. We talked about it. I mean, we'll we'll drop it right now. But basically, uh, in about two or three years, that deal is going to look worse and worse and worse. But if they but win I a cup, it doesn't who cares? matter. Doesn't yeah, matter. Who matter. gives a damn? And with yeah. Carey Price playing like he is, he is breathtaking to watch. Oh, oh my god! And by the way, Alex Radulov is awesome to watch too. It's nice to see him. He's fantastic. He's battling a bug right now, but he's fantastic. And look at that! Look at that! We Don't haven't call, even talked about do not Fred's. call Met. Uh, do not call Michelle Therrien a bug. That's oh, not how very dare nice. You. Oh, how dare that you? That is not nice. Andrew Shaw. You how dare are- you? <laughs> is three two and one. By the way, three two and one. Three, two, and one. Okay. Well, that's kind of symmetrically. Yeah, that was I that's kind of like that. There's something pleasing about that. If there it was is. three one and two, I'd be like, eh, something bugs me. Um, so uh, the Leafs in this one, it looks like the Leafs in Nashville now. Yeah, Leafs in Nashville. Looks like Holland's going to be a healthy scratch. Not really a shock. Corrado's going to be a healthy scratch. Oh, look, we're back to normal. And Connor Carrick. That was interesting. Yep. But uh, is it that surprising? No, you would assume a rookie would take a seat at some point, so I'm not ready to freak out about it. I suppose you sort of got to reevaluate Matt uh, Hunwick because he's kind of just coming back from injury. I get it. But at some point, which I would say we've already reached, but the the highest paid coach in the league is going to have to come to the conclusion that this guy doesn't belong in the lineup. It's, that, it's really that simple. At some point, the highest-paid coach in the league, Mike Babcock, is going to have to come to the conclusion that Connor Carrick deserves to be in the lineup over at least one of those guys, and maybe Frank Corrado too. Are I'll you, settle on one of them, man. Are you saying I'll that, meet you halfway, Mike? Are you <laughs> saying that watching Matt Hunwick is not Funwick? Oh, how dare you! 
How dare it's, it's not though. This is no longer fun, Wick. <laughs> it's not though. It's not fun. Well, but it, yeah. it evens out a little bit because apparently Pecorine, uh, out with an injury day to day. So it's going to be, I think, Martin Mazinitz. Mazinitz is his name. Mm-hmm. And you know, well, here's the thing. PK, when he comes to Toronto, PK, he turns it on. PK oh, enjoys... power play goal, for sure. Yeah, and, and I sure. love that about him. I love guys that turn it on in the spotlight. That's entertainment, baby. I love uh, it. I don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> the leaves are always in the spotlight, man. Um, so, okay, so the defense, getting back to the, just the defense for just a second. Mm. I felt like, and I could be wrong, I haven't looked at the advanced numbers on this. But I felt like Connor Carrick's numbers, or not in numbers, his play has dropped off in the last three, four games. He might be beaten up a bit. And I I wonder if, you know, of course, people are freaking out online I, already because the advanced stats community loves Connor Carrick, understandably yeah, I so. I don't know what his numbers are. The last I checked, they were very good. People are freaking out about the fact that he's going to be scratched. Now, this is a guy that's never played a full NHL season. Nope. And is has been really great and has been the Leafs' fourth best defenseman. So on most nights, third, I would say, defensively. He's good. Put it this way, deserves to be in the lineup. Deserves to be in the lineup. I don't see a problem with him just sitting a game and them going, what do we have? Yeah, I'm not going to freak out about it. It's a home game, so at very least, you know, let's say you have a weaker pair and you can protect it. Maybe he needs a day off. Like, the Leafs don't necessarily have to announce every time a player is banged up and needs a day off. You know, so... Media would tell you they do. Well, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Well, and that was, again, something I learned during that, like, end of the season Marley's playoff run, especially because it was the playoffs. Like, they tell you nothing. (laughs) Yeah. They even give you, like, misinformation. And then you ask them about the misinformation, and they kind of forgot what they told you. And then then they just kind of throw their arms up and go, yeah, well, he's not playing tonight. I had no idea what was wrong with Nikita Soshnikov. Nylander? I don't, maybe it's... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mono? Maybe it's... I don't know. Maybe he pulled something? Maybe he's... I don't know. He's not playing tonight, man. He's not playing. <laughs> and that's all it was. Yeah. That's all it was. So, I don't know. Maybe Carrick's fully healthy. The Leafs should just release, not playing tonight, don't ask. <laughs> that's what <laughs> hey, he Hey, Connor Carrick played later into the spring than anyone else on the Leafs defense I can name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Now, uh... Except for the ones that were Marley's. No, no, that he oh. he was a Marley. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no one else was. No one else was, unless and the KHL season ends earlier, so it wouldn't have been Zaitsev. Zaitsev didn't come over. I mean, he had a, I think a tournament in there. He obviously had the World Championships. But you're right. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if Carrick so, was a little banged. Wait, from what you saw, Frank Corrado, how do you look? I thought he looked fine, man. It's just so it's so it sucks that <laughs> the power play goal that ties the game. It had to be him taking the penalty. And it was frustrating because that one goes in, and then, and, and the penalty was drawn uh, by Tom Kuhnhockel later in the game. Corrado draws a penalty off Tom Kuhnhockel. The Leafs can't convert on that. And later in the game, Sidney Crosby does almost exactly the same thing to Leo Komarov in front of the net. No call. So it's super frustrating if you're Frank Corrado. I thought he looked fine. Like the the way they're treating him, you'd think he'd be an unmitigated disaster. Where I think he walked into a, that was a that, that's a almost can't win game. I yeah, the more I thought about it, the more I was like they shouldn't even show up. <laughs> like it back to back nights. Why did Freddie Freddie Anderson start? I mean he did really well, but why did you start your goalie in back to back situations? Anderson faced. I thought they were going to do that. 
That's what was reported. It was reported Anderson, Philly, so there must be, Enroth, Pittsburgh. There's something going on with Enroth. Oh, there's something up there. Bet the farm, by the way. I forgot to tweet this. Bet the farm. Oh, Jesse, you got to get this up. Toot sweet so that I can be right. Because watch the trade happen. Bet the farm. Leaf sign Kari Ramo and trade Enroth to the Flyers, who desperately need a goalie right now. Bet the farm. That's what I think is going to happen. Is Kari Ramo an upgrade? Uh, no. Well, see, I've never... I, it's been so many years since I've seen him in this role, right? He was kind of the starter in Calgary, and then he was splitting games, and then he was the starter again. And so they, in a backup role, he might be better. So they probably I didn't sign Enroth, or didn't... Tr- sorry, trade or um, start Enroth, because they don't want him to get injured? I don't know. And they're waiting for Ramo to be answer. done? Like, cleaned up? Because I know he's coming off That's my surgery. assumption. Like, why do you have a backup goalie? Yeah. Why do you have a backup goalie? Okay. I mean, you usually don't start your backup goalie against Pittsburgh, but so hmm. okay. So the, all of that, all of that's playing in here, and then we've got um, another move that the Leafs made between the last show and this one was the oh, yeah. they rewaved Seth Griffiths, or well, I guess he was Griffith. 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 And who comes to Toronto on Thursday? By the way. And people were people again, and I say people when I when I say that you know there's a lot of people in the advanced stats community who said if you're keeping Ben Smith and you're waving Seth Griffith, you're making a huge mistake. Now to that I ask. Okay. First off, I saw Gus Gus Casaros uh, yeah. uh, at Cats Hockey, who's been on this show before, is a scout, knows this stuff. Say I'm not really that worried about it. I've had a look at his numbers. I'm not really sure he's an NHLer. Hmm. Oh Griffith. Yeah, he's in a yeah. A lot of people are talking about him like he's a can't miss prospect. I disagree. I disagree. However, I don't think you would ever trade Griffith for Smith one for one. One is a twenty three year old with a really really good resume at scoring in the American Hockey League. The other is a twenty eight or twenty nine year old. I can't remember Ben Smith. Who's a fourth line depth player on a not very good team? Now twenty eight. Do you have do you have him in there because you know he's he wins faceoffs? Okay, trustworthy guy. Listen, I, I'm not. I'm just going to bring this, these these arguments in. Why do all players who get their teeth kicked in possession wise? Why are they is all he, good is at faceoffs? Now does he? <laughs> well, they're all good at faceoffs. Have you noticed that? Well, David Steckel and Yannick Perot. <laughs> oh my and, god, yeah. they're all good at faceoffs. Oh, uh, what's his face? <laughs> Paul Gostad. They're all great at faceoffs. Like what? How? They spend all their time practicing just that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just bringing up the other side <laughs> Nothing here. Nothing else. Yeah. Just face-offs. Generally speaking, if someone goes, yeah, but they're good at face-offs. Oh, no. That's where we're starting? That's oh, not, geez. Okay. Crosby is very good at face-offs. You would never start the conversation with Sidney Crosby is good at face-offs. Fine. Is Seth Griffith the guy for that role? Well, no. And this is the this is the thing. But, oh, so everyone's picking on Ben Smith, who I like Ben Smith. I thought he was... Really good with the Leafs down the stretch, actually, mm-hmm. last year. Uh, I loved him in the American Hockey League with the Marlies. thought he was a key addition. Um, Babcock seems to like him. At 5-on-5, five five, eh, I think he's a decent penalty killer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I feel the same way about Matt Martin. Yeah. <laughs> but he's better on the ice yeah. than... yeah. Ben Smith, good guy, Adonis body. I'm sure he works hard in the weight room. I'm sure they want that, that to rub off on people for sure. Um 
and some people a lot everyone seemed to look at this uh look at this as them dis, them choosing Ben Smith over Seth Griffith which is how it was framed both players you got to wave to send them down could it could have waved Josh Levo mhm but they chose not to okay okay fine they just signed him to a 2 year deal clearly they want to keep him okay fine you know who they didn't have to wave a guy who they called up because of an injury. Nikita Soshnikov. Now, has Nikita Soshnikov been so amazing that it was worth it to lose this guy? Because you didn't have to. You did not have to lose this player. Well, you could have sent him down. You could have, you could have sent a few players down, but Soshnikov would have been the most deserving because he was the last one to come up. You could have kept this player by sending down Nikita Soshnikov. And Why I, didn't you? So here's... Do you I, care about him that little? If the answer is yes, okay, fine. Maybe that's what they saw. Maybe that's what they saw. I'm not saying they did. Maybe that's what they saw. Maybe there's a reason Nikita Soshnikov is now up when he was not. Yeah. And I mean... Well, well, I don't know what that reason could be, but to me, it's it strikes as that, that role, the role that Seth Griffiths plays, or Griffiths plays... Griffith. Um, is not a role that's available on the current Toronto Maple Leafs. And this is kind of what I wrote about a couple of weeks ago. The Leafs have too many, uh, they have too many damn wings. They have too many guys on the wing. Um, okay, you got Seth Griffith, mm-hmm. who is a right-handed shot, who is a great scorer in the American Hockey League at 23 years old. And you're replacing him with Josh Levo, who is a great goal scorer in the American Hockey League at 23 years old. And are so, either of those players worth a roster spot over a guy named Kasperi Kapanen? Well, does one more guy still have to go down? I don't think so. I think they're okay. I think they're okay. Okay. I'm trying to think if anyone was put on IR recently. I think that's it. Because what happened was Levo came back up yeah. and Hunwick came off IR. If Hunwick is still on IR, or if someone is still on IR, they don't have to free up that spot. How do they I not have Hunwick on a two-way deal? Sorry? How do they, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Hunwick's off IR, right? Yes, right, he is. so that's why they had to lose him. Okay, they lost okay, him, yeah, that, that, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. How do they not have Levo on a two-way deal? Um, got a good agent. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, all I know is he needs waivers. He needs waivers to clear. And I people always yell at me about this because it's one of the minutiae. If he was on a two-way deal, he might still have to clear waivers. I think he probably is on a two-way deal, but maybe still has to clear waivers. I don't remember. Not. If, I think. I think the rule is not all two-way deals mm. um, are necessarily waiver exempt. It's. It's all. I just want to watch hockey. So I don't know. It's not the biggest disaster. I think you could have kept Seth Griffith. It's also not the end of the world. Is Austin Matthews a bust? Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, th- there there have been uh, people out there that said the four goal game set the bar too damn high for it, and now now he can't I ever hope to come. Yeah, you said it. You said it. I, you I, said it. I, that I episode called this so hard. Called this so hard. So hard. They're the hardest. Well, and comparing Matthews and Line is just the dumbest thing ever. Would you ever compare Ovechkin and Kopitar? Of course not. No. They're not the same player. They're not the same. Would you compare Ovechkin and Crosby? Well, all the time, actually. Even well, though all the time, but they're not they? the same. They're not the same thing. Not even close. Would you say, what's the matter with what's you? What's the matter with you? By the way, Line 8, um, 
I wrote this on the LeafsNation.com recently or on the Nation Network. Um, I'm trying to remember the numbers exactly. But uh, through their first 15 games, Line had the same amount of goals as Ovechkin did. Wow. And Ovechkin had one more assist and therefore one more point. Wow. That's the difference. That's pretty cool. He's a goal scorer. That's what he is. Matthews can score goals. That's not what he is. No. It's not what he is. He's he's a much more solid two-way player. Um, he's also being asked to basically carry... The offensive load. Yeah. And was he not? And is he not still second on team scoring? I think so. And has been I, behind the entire uh, I season. I want to say Nylander. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been on this huge slump, and he's still there. You know what I mean? And the Jets uh, are just... F- they're further along... And they have better vets too. Who yeah. are the Leafs? Who are the Leafs' real good vets up front? JVR. Okay, Kadri counts now. I think Komarov's got the one goal. JVR and Bozak are on the same line. But the, the, the Jets have Blake Wheeler, man. Yeah, Mark Shifley is now a Mark veteran. Shifley is like Tearing an elite center in this league. Yeah, he's unbelievable. When did that happen? Berkshire is like um actually <laughs> happened a long time ago. Um, yeah, they're not the they're not the same type of player, and um, the goals are going to come for Matthews. And I think Matthews is actually he's actually encouraging to me because I think he is evidence that fans are actually watching the games because this whole Matthews isn't scoring thing it's almost entirely media driven. I haven't seen fans talk about it. I, I haven't seen people freaking out on Twitter about it. The only thing I see them freak out about are the headlines. Well, you know why? If you're watching the games, you're seeing them hit the post. You're, oh, every freaking game! <laughs> like, you're seeing... Yeah, um, you know what? He hits the post, Zach Hyman gets the rebound, buries his first, and everyone goes, Zach Hyman! <laughs> Finally! <laughs> and then he scores the next game, Zach Hyman is on fire! <laughs> you know what? Bless Hyman, because that's how he scores goals. You do need that type of player, yeah. but... It, that's how that's the difference between Matthews back on track <laughs> and Hyman off the schneid. <laughs> Remember, people were like, "Oh, it's is it time to take Hyman off that line? Is it time? Why? Well, is it time to send him down? Show. I asked it. Should we I, send him down so we can save Seth Griffith? <laughs> no, two goals in two games. Woo! Awesome, Matthews though. What is he? What is he gonna play a little bit more like Zach Hyman? <laughs> he needs to play a little more hard nosed. Yeah. Wait. Who was who was the guy who uh, J- Jeremy Roenick wanted uh, Crosby to play like? Um. Oh. Oh. Jonathan Drouin. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Jonathan Drouin's like I want to play a little more like Crosby. Actually. Come on. Come on. And I'm really not. I'm not dumping on Hyman. I'm just. I'm talking. Oh, about- you are dumping on Roenick. Oh, for sure. Deserves it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm talking about the, the difference that a couple inches makes, man. Well, and yeah, and that's the thing is that um, when you look at the, the, the way that line works, uh, their scoring chances per game are up there. And every time they're oh. on the ice, they're making things happen. Like every you, time. I, I feel like every time I see them on the ice, the only thing I want to do is grab my PS4 controller and start playing. <laughs> like, they feel video game-like. And that was the... That was always what was playing the Leafs it was never the Leafs themselves that felt that way you know what I mean like you when you watch Crosby play it's like I want to play I want to play as Crosby because he's that good he's he's video gamey I I will also say I like Nylander a lot more on the wing yeah I do it's weird he's able to drive play more um I want to quickly mention too speaking of the wing and speaking of young great prospects on the wing before we go here quickly Mike Darnay 
out of Pennsburg. Oh, yeah. Uh, he wrote an article, and it was about a week ago, and he sent it to me on DMs. And I meant to bring this up last show, and I forgot. They examined Mitch Marner about a week ago, and he says they found a prospect that is almost as good, <coughs> if not on par with, Austin Matthews. Ooh. I think that's an interesting article, so I'm going to tweet that out after the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and people have been blasting me online for not posting my prep. I swear to you, this time I will post my prep. I'll post it. I'll send. I'll send you some links, and that way you can look it up. Yeah. Adam's got this. Is his only job? Yeah, I got nothing else to do. Um, yeah, Maybe I really like be. what Darnay's mm-hmm. doing because okay, numbers are important. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are a good indicator. Um, they're a good predictor. But he he looked at it, all of Frederick Anderson's goals at the beginning of the season. Every single one. Before he started to get hot again. Every single one of them. You're right, Adam. Every single one of them. And he's like, here's why you shouldn't be that worried. Well, like almost instantly he turned it around a bit. So, yeah, well, what about his eight whatever save percentage? Okay, fine. But can you can you just... Can you, you know what? If you only look at that shot, he has a 0% save percentage. And look at, yeah. And by the way, look <laughs> well, at his what first, a bum. Well, look at his first month last year. If you only look at the shot that Carey Price, uh, that, that goal that uh, Nazem Kadri scored on Carey Price, 0%. Zero. Zero yeah. On that particular shot, Carey Price had a 0% save percentage. And what a bum, right? What a bum. Absolute bum. Um, with that moment, we, we got to. What leave a you. terrible draft choice! Well, we have to. <laughs> we have to. We have to leave you on the radio portion. You can download this show at Sportsnet.ca or any place podcasts are found, including iTunes. We are the Steve Nangle Podcast, brought to you by Panago Pizza, and we have literally the stat of the year for you in the download section. This is so amazing, and I'm so fa- so glad producer Jesse found it, and we'll talk about it then. Stat of the year. How do you feel about um, awful? Uh, <laughs> Jesse's not here. We can't get to the stat right now because Jesse's picking something up from the mailroom. We have yes. to talk about that later. But first, I want to talk about this honestly. How do you feel about arena deals and public funding for them? I, well, there's an argument to be made that, like, who owns most stadiums? Like, the cities, usually? Normally not. Normally, Normally not. not. Normally not. Normally it's, it's I, I mean, I, I guess it varies from city to city. But, you know, for instance, in our case... Um, it was always, you know, Air Canada Center was privately owned. Uh, Rogers Center was, like, was privately that any owned. Public funding? I think there absolutely was. Um, How come? And that's that's always been my question. So, is it okay? Does is the argument it drives the economy? I think there's there's a lot of arguments to be made for public sports, public sporting events. You know, dating back to the Roman times. Um, and Byzantine and all the, the, all of those eras. And, and of course, you know, chariot races in Egypt, ancient Egypt, they were population control. And, you know, there's a, there's an, it's a way Hmm. for people to get to, get into a place and go, (laughs) and then relax and go home. And whether that's the Leafs, Raptors or Taylor Swift. Yes. It gives you focus other than your boring mundane job, which can suck. And, and a lot of the, these, these things arose because there's this, there's this energy that human beings have, um, that is, you know, we are still animals, right? We still have those Brr. urges where we need to go. And that's why we all like hockey because we could go for three hours and then we're like, okay, I'm good now. I'm exhausted. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I've yelled at the TV enough. I'm good. Um, so the, the argument I think for public funding, though I have to say I'm 100% against it, is that, um, hey, you know, your, this is your city, your team. You put money into this. 
not only does it secure the team, it secures world-class entertainment, which is how the NHL would, or the NBA or the NFL, doesn't matter. Uh, not only does it secure that for your city, which puts you on another level, it also drives money into the city, drives the economy. People are spending money. What do you, what, when every, every time somebody buys a jersey, what are, what are you getting? I mean, if you're in Pennsylvania, you don't have this, uh, you jerks. But here in Canada, we have 15% sales tax. Yeah. So no, fifth, it's thirteen. Thirteen no. percent. Yeah. So we buy we buy something. I believe seven of it goes to the federal government, and then six of it goes to the provincial government. I still remember it was somewhere in Pennsylvania. I don't remember where. In two thousand five, and I bought a pair of thirty nine dollar pants for thirty nine dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it was insane. I don't think they have it. I've never experienced is that it before. Nash? Is it is it Tennessee? They don't have it either. Like, well, Tennessee, in New York, have, like, income bu- tax is like super low, or is there something about Nashville yeah. that you you keep a lot more than your money? I, I bought some clothes in New York uh, that same trip, and it was like two or three dollars tax. That's Canada it's versus the states. Unbelievable. Canada versus the states, man. Yeah, but but then we get stuff. Yes, yeah, we do get stuff for our <laughs> but money. But then so. we get stuff. Like, oh, uh, never mind. No, no, we'll, uh, we'll get into I'm that. I'm not going to get into but, the politics. But, of this, here's but. The, the thing is, is that, yes, it's population control. It's putting your city. It, it brings it. Uh, apparently, I'm going to cut taxes and then fix this. What, well, wait, what? Here's Sorry. what I'm doing. When I go to Tampa, you know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to take my parents to a hockey game against the Vancouver Canucks on a Thursday night. And, and by the it's going to cost you nothing. Do you, do you want to know how much it's going to cost? Uh, so tickets for the three of you. Ask, ask me what the cheapest ticket for a Tampa Bay Lightning is. What is the cheapest ticket for the Tampa Bay Lightning? About twelve bucks. <laughs> yeah, ah! twelve to eighteen bucks. Ah! And the best part about it for me is that. Uh, uh, You're spending thirty six dollars yeah, to take well, the three I'm, of you to a hockey game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little. I'm gonna spend. I'm gonna splurge a little. I'm gonna splurge a little for my parents. I'd like to. I'd like to at least if we're gonna sit in the three hundreds, which by the way, in that in that arena is, is still they're pretty good seats. Yeah. Um, you, uh, you're, you're still pretty close to the ice. I want to sit closer to the edge so we can see more of the game. Um, so I might spend forty or fifty bucks. A Whoa! Ticket. I know. Wow, crazy. But that's and I'm going to do it again when I'm in Florida again a month later. I, mm. I think it's just the the um, the the argument for public partner or public private or uh, deals like this are that you know the public pays in. The problem is in a lot of these cases, the public pays in. And they get no ownership of the building, and therefore none of, none of the profits. So yeah. I know like, uh, there have been some recent examples that I can't remember Atlanta, off the top of my head. Atlanta, uh, yeah, so there's, places really getting screwed. They're paying enormous money. I don't have the figures in front of me, but it's enormous, enormous money for uh, to replace a stadium which is outside, I believe, of the Atlanta area, and is is really inconvenient. But what they're going to do is they're going to build. Um, a subdivision around it or something like that. Like, they're going to do a complex and then a subdivision, and it's not even really in Atlanta. And I think that's the case there. And then there's something with the Texas Rangers where they're going to create a whole sports complex, which is great, but these both of these ballparks are not that old. Mm. So why are you replacing them? And 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 mm. then and then it's like the public is... It's not like $100 million, which is a lot of money, but when we're talking government spending, it ain't that much. We're talking four and $500 million. Right, we're talking big, big. It's a lot dollars. of money. Like I could get behind publicly funding an arena if you showed me. Here's the breakdown of how it's going to benefit the city. Here's well, the financial breakdown of it. Here's what. Here's how I could get behind it. The city owns half of the arena. If the city's paying for half of it, yeah. the city owns half of it, and they might not have a say in how it's run. Uh, although, if you're going to invest in something, you very should. Very good ownership. You should. 
absolutely, absolutely make profits directly from that. And that's my problem is a lot of these cases, these companies want you to want the public money, but they want no strings attached. So with the Phoenix Arena deal, as I understand it, and again, base level understanding of the Phoenix deal, because it's still pretty brand new and we're still not clear on all the details. Is it Phoenix? Uh, It is. Let me just let me just make one thousand percent. Do you have to put money in the jar, Adam? Um, By the way, on the Texas deal, the city expects to be spending one point six seven five billion dollars over the next three decades to build a ballpark. That's very unnecessary because they have a good one already. That's the Texas deal, right? Texas, yeah. The Arlington ballpark is amazing. Mm -hmm. Ballpark in Arlington. It's 22 years old. Not that old. And it's beautiful. It's like, to me, Texas has one of the quintessentially baseball-looking parks out mm-hmm. there. I love it. Now, I'm not a Rangers fan, and I've never been to a game. So maybe any Rangers fans listening, I know you're out there. I'm sure I don't you know how is the ballpark it. in Arlington. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. Um, so here's the deal. The Coyotes have entered into an exclusive negotiation agreement with the Coletus Development Corporation. They've unveiled a $400 million arena proposal. That would require taxpayers to pick up half the costs. Now, this is the direct quote. The public's contribution to the development costs would come uh, from a portion of the sales tax generated by the arena, a proposed luxury hotel, and a mixed-use commercial development uh, at the site as well. So I guess you could hold trade shows and that sort of thing there. Sure. Um, be like a convention center. Yeah. The team floated a similar idea for special taxing a special taxing district earlier this year, but lawmakers told the Coyotes to hold off until 2017. Now, this is the city of Tempe, and I don't know... Tempe, Arizona. Tempe, Arizona. Uh, Phoenix Mayor Greg Stanton was a little more direct, saying building a third professional arena in this market doesn't make sense. Uh, the Tempe Mayor Mark Mitchell says to the Arizona Republic that he hasn't yet spoken to anyone about the city's potential involvement in building the arena. So Phoenix Mayor is saying, uh, no, that doesn't make sense. Uh, Tempe Mayor has not spoken. Um, to me, okay, fine, you want to set special taxing or whatever. I still don't see... So sorry. So essentially, the what, team is set to relocate, but neither mayor has said anything. That's what they're saying. Okie doke. Uh, if the Coyotes were to successfully move to Tempe, it would become their third home in the last twenty years. That's a lot of homes. That is. Um, now, I <coughs> I love the idea of the Coyotes finally getting a home to play in. I do. I hate the idea of citizens putting money towards something that there is let's say okay so let's say they get the special taxing district the development corporation that puts this arena together when they build this arena they can sell it at any time the way i understand it and i could be wrong the way i understand it is that even though it's a special taxing zone there is no way from that sale that the people of arizona get any of their money back they're just going to have to keep collecting it through their taxes. Well, and what about what about the the arena in Glendale? Well, they apparently they're going to do another short-term lease there. I love the sport. The Coyotes part of would sign another short-term lease. Else. <laughs> yeah, Coyotes did sign another short-term lease in Glendale while looking for a new home, and now the team is hoping that they have found one in Tempe. And what happens where what happens to the arena the Phoenix Suns play in? Where do they play? Where do they play? That wasn't an option as well. To share that, well, maybe that's what they were doing. I I don't know, and that's maybe that's what they were doing. Maybe they're in the, they. I don't in think they play in the same arena currently. So this is where <laughs> I'm sure it's not outfitted properly. That's probably what it is. Um, the and I'm going to be on 
Den Talk, actually, the, the Coyotes yeah. fans podcast um, on Sunday. Um, man, they probably can shed more light on it. But the, 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 the point of this, I didn't want to get too much into the minutiae of the deal because we don't know enough yet. Yeah, I'm, I am what, physically falling asleep. I know. <laughs> what, what do you think about, how do you feel about public dollars going into literally corporations making, now we know that they don't make a ton of money off the arena itself. But the idea from a, from a corporate standpoint is to make money off of the team. How do you feel about that? It's hard for me. It's hard because I get it, and yet I think you have the money. I think you have the money. Pay the money. You want to own the thing? I, I mean, can I, can I go to the government and ask for um, a grant for my house that I don't pay back? No. Why not? Because you're not generating any, generating any revenue at that house. Listen, you don't know that. I, well, I work at home. I run a business out of my home. Well, nobody's buying millions of dollars worth of stuff at your home, mostly. Not yet. Not with that kind of attitude. <laughs> Why not? Why not? What if I? What if I've seen all these dentist offices that people run out of their houses? All these businesses, baking businesses. I sell cupcakes out of my house. It's a business. I generate money. Yeah. What the hell? Why can't I do this? I'm not asking for hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm asking for a couple hundred grand. Why not? Why are you being so stingy? Oh, also, I keep the house and you get nothing. It's weird to me. No bank would ever approve of that. Well, and that's why, I mean, we make fun of Jerry Jones. But as far as I know, I could be wrong on this too. As far as I know, Jerry Jones spent a billion dollars and made the Cowboys new stadium and got the Super Bowl and all of that sort of stuff. I'm sure there was some public money in there somewhere getting the Super Bowl. But I'm pretty sure he built that just so he could get the Super Bowl in Dallas. I feel like... And I respect that. I respect let's, that. Let's, let's take Calgary as an example because I think this was a debate recently and Mayor Nenshi got involved and he was getting all upset. So, um, let's say they need a new arena. Now, let's focus on a word there. Need. Need is the bloody thing is falling down. The least I don't after think 70 it, years needed a new arena. Yeah. Maple Leaf Garden... After 70 years, was like, okay, it's it's done its time. And by the way, it's still there. <laughs> it's okay. You won't need a new arena for like at least another 20. Yeah, but oh, it's way behind all the other arenas. No, 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 no. That means you want a new arena. You want an arena that has this, that has that, that has that. But why doesn't someone go, okay, the 300 million or whatever it is. We were going to spend on this new sleeker arena that we don't technically need. We could use it, but we don't technically need it. Here's what we could spend it on. We could spend it on this service. We could spend it on that service. You know the giant pothole you drive over every day fucking up your car? Yeah, we're going to fix that. This, that, that, the other thing. Like, you don't need a new arena unless the bloody thing has fallen down. The Blue Jays could use a new stadium... A few years down the line, they don't need it. Mm-hmm. And Rogers, Raw is falling behind all these other stadiums. Raw, okay, well, let's look at the needs of Toronto, which are many, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and how we can maybe well, fix those things. First. And that's why Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, in their wisdom, and Rogers, in their wisdom, um, you know, having acquired these different assets. So I'm going to use a couple examples. So Rogers Center, the amount of upgrades over the last five years at Rogers Center has been outstanding. 
They're, yeah. they're, it's amazing. It what is they've kind done of a place. new looking park. It from, is. From what it was like five, ten years ago. And, yeah. the, and the thing with the park is there's nothing wrong with the park. You just kind of have to change out the insides. And that can be more expensive than building a new park sometimes. I've never gone to a Jays game, and I've, and I've been to so many where I've gone. They need a new stadium. No, it still looks pretty clean and new. Looks fine. Uh, now, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment built BMO Field with a public partner, public-private partnership. However, once they wanted to add all the extra seating that they just added, they said, we're not even going to bother asking. We're just going to do it. And even though it is still partially owned by the city, they asked the city for nothing because <coughs> the city still owns part of it. And they said, no, we're going to do it. We're just going to put it in there, and it's going to be great. And guess what? They got the great cup. <laughs> They got the Winter Classic. Um, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful place. They're that, using it. Yeah, they're, they're using, using it, the and they're selling thing. it. They're selling the tickets. They knew mm. they could. I don't know nearly enough about this. I just I think just, it's. I, I just <laughs> find the idea itself really turns me off. A new stadium or a new arena, nine times out of ten, is a luxury rather than a need. I think. Again, you gotta look, you gotta look at the words. Do you, you know? need it or do you want it? And the Coyotes, by the way, need it. Do they? I think they. I need don't know it. enough about it. Pretty sure they they need a home. I'll say that they do need a home. <coughs> but do they you look at the arena? needs of the state or of the city or whatever? Well, you know what? I are would the do? needs more there? If I would, if I were them, I'd go to the Suns and say, "Hey, man, <laughs> mm-hmm. you guys want to? You want you want a new place to play basketball?" Seems to make well, sense. Well, the Suns play in downtown Phoenix, right next to the baseball stadium. And I don't think the Coyotes have ever been in downtown Phoenix. And I they? think they'd be a huge draw if they could. Yeah, so. That's the problem. It, then when I was last time I was on Den Talk, they said to me that one of the biggest pains about being a Coyotes fan is how hard it is to be a Coyotes fan. It's hard to go to the game. I mean, we make fun of the Suns. Yeah. <laughs> for it's, being nowhere near oh my God, the I place respect, that they say they play I in. respect Coyotes fans for that. It's 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 a drive. It's a real drive. Yeah. Uh, especially for fans that were used to them being in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. It's like a 45-minute drive, I think. I don't know. Anyway. I, that sounds right, but... Um, it's like the Leafs playing in Oshawa, so here's which a, I'd be fine with. And then, and then I would be the one who laughs! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, man. You're going to have to keep the generals. I'll take them. You'll have to stay with the generals. Now, they let's, the Memorial let's talk Cup about this, ago. this stat. Jesse, where'd you find this stat? So, it was sent by Adam Stewart. He tagged us all on Twitter. It's uh, via Jason from Pro Hockey Talk. Jason Bro? Bro, yes. Yeah. yeah I so, do know what you're talking about. So, he wrote, The Rangers have spent a lot, time, a lot of time playing with the lead at 5-on-5. Five five. The Canucks have... Holy God, look at the Canucks! So, go through the top... Five. Ten, Ten. Fine. Five teams. Five, five. Okay. So go through it. the top five teams. So, and remember, this is a couple days And this old, is right? teams playing five on five with the lead. Mm-hmm. Sent out November 14th at uh, 2.16 p.m. So, playing with the lead at five on five, the New York Rangers lead the NHL in 16 games played with 389 minutes wow. and 42 seconds. Wow. Ahead, by the way, of the Montreal Canadiens, who in 16 games... Uh, had the lead for 350 minutes and six seconds. So the Rangers had the lead for almost 40 minutes more than I bet the, the reason, at five on five. I bet the reason that is is that 10 nothing game probably threw that stat right out the window. Mm. Well, because they had the lead 16, for 0% the- of that game. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I guess that's true. Um, then it's another sharp drop. Washington in 14 games, 
14 games though. Uh, 327 minutes. Chicago in fourth at 312 minutes. Number five in 15 games. Now this has probably changed though. Toronto. Mm-hmm. 291 minutes. Uh, really quickly rounding out the top 10, San Jose, 288, Detroit, 276, Anaheim, 272, Columbus, 271, Boston, 263. Now let's go to some of the have-nots, right? New Jersey in 20th. No, 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 don't go, no, 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 don't no, go, no, 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 no trust no. me, for 20. scale, for scale. This is too much to remember. Okay, fine. Bottom five. Basically, Bottom 20 five. of the NHL's 30 teams have had the lead for at least 200 minutes at 5-on-5. The bottom five. Arizona, 137 minutes. Oof. Carolina, who I thought was doing pretty well. Apparently not. 134 minutes. Philadelphia, 122 minutes. Wow, that surprised me. Philly? Yeah. Well, because they've scored so many goals. They're a high-scoring team. I'm really surprised, but it just shows their defense is not the greatest. And we complain about ours, but wow. Colorado, 117 minutes. Jeez. And in last, last, again, 20 teams at least 200 minutes with the lead at 5-on-5. The Canucks have had the lead for 31 minutes (laughs) and 9 seconds. And if I remember correctly, they've had the lead twice all season, and it was in two games. It was like game four against Buffalo and like one of their recent ones. I think they beat the Rangers. So let's, can you just read the last two for me again? Colorado. It's actually kind of ironic that they beat the Rangers, the number one team in this category, and the Canucks are last. Colorado. Second last, 117 minutes over how many 34 seconds, over 14 games. Vancouver, one more time. Vancouver, over 16 games, 31 minutes and nine seconds with the lead at five on five. That is more than a full hour or a full hour. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, they have had a rough, a rough season. Almost a full hour, I think. I don't know. I don't know. 60 minutes. 60 minutes. Hey, look, the point here is 90. Yeah. Look, I don't know numbers. (laughs) I do know the Canucks are in trouble, buddy. Oh, they're in trouble, buddy. I just, man. Wow. 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 And I said to Jesse when I saw them, like, it was, I, I can't believe they won a game at all with a stat like that. They've won five. Yeah, I think, including the first four. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that amazing? You know how hard that is? It just doesn't make sense. You look at it, you're like, you have half an hour playing with the lead for the whole season. And this isn't like, okay, and Canucks fans going, oh, here they go again. No, at this point, Canucks fans better be going, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Not even, yeah, you're right. This is genuinely astonishing. I think you could be the worst team in the league and still luck into more than 30 minutes. Yeah. The hell? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The Coyotes have lucked into over two hours, and look at their record. True. Come totally. on. Holy crap, is that terrible. And they're sitting at 6-9-1, and one, Vancouver. That's not even that bad. That's not bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. <laughs> wow. I wonder how... However... Oh, wait, they got six wins? Mm-hmm. However, if you keep that up, wins. if you keep that up, just saying... Solid tenth place finish. <laughs> are the Canucks? Yeah, are the Canucks gonna get a top five pick this year? I don't know. Wouldn't that be amazing? Huh? Well, didn't they get one last year? Nope. They lost the lottery. <gasps> oh, yeah. that sucks! I forgot uh, they were the team. Uh, let me were think. They, were they the team? No, because it was no. They might have got one anyway. 
because I remember it was Leafs, Jets, Blue Jackets. Calgary was... No, I think the, the Canucks were ninth, right? Last year's draft went Toronto, Winnipeg, Columbus, Edmonton, Vancouver. Vancouver. Oh, okay. Well, they picked Yolovi fifth? Yep. Oh, wow. I thought he was ninth. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Well... There you go. Now, before we get to the actual press conference, we, we want to quickly do an honorable mention to Chris Collingsworth. Uh, oh. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the tweet, but man, it's I don't, great. I don't actually know who he is. Uh, I just know he owned he is somebody. A, uh, he's an NFL commentator. Uh, and <laughs> basically, uh, you know, talks about the NFL. There's a billion guys that talk about the NFL, right? He's like, by NFL standards, by NFL talking about standards, I think he's got like 250,000 followers, which is comparatively low to most guys who are well-known for talking about the NFL. Isn't that weird? There's so many people. LeBron versus Tebow, who is the better NFL player? Sorry. Hey, Skip. I know the answer is Tebow. (laughs) So Bill Simmons tweets... You can't come on my show and t- <laughs> And Chris, I think, calls games. You know, he's part of the, the calling game stuff. Yeah. So Bill Simmons says, uh, tweets Th- this. That would make him Chris Collingsworth. Oh. With an A, not an O. <laughs> That's, That's funny. That was well done. Well done. No. Oh, wow. No high five. Damn. Bill Simmons says, somebody needs to gently break the news to Collingsworth that the Pats have a weak front seven, and that's why Seattle's O-line looks good. To which Chris Collingsworth retweeted with comment, and then sadly deleted. Aww. He said, "Thanks, Bill. We'll look for you to ge- we'll look we'll look forward to you gently breaking it down on that hit show of yours." Oh, see, that is a burn. You know what? Because I saw that yesterday, and I didn't think it was a burn. What's the name of the, like the number one prospect for the 76ers? Sixers? Uh, Joel Embiid. No, the other guy. Uh, Simmons? Yeah. Ben Simmons? Ben That's who I thought it was. Oh. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Oh, my God. I was like, why did Ben Simmons tweet him? <laughs> no, Bill Simmons. <laughs> it was Bill Simmons. Oh, that makes, oh, that's so much more of a burn. Now, I'm like, he, of course he wouldn't have a hit show. He's a basketball no. player. <laughs> Bill Simmons, if you don't know, for full context, had a show called Any Given Wednesday <laughs> on <laughs> HBO, which lasted a grand total of six weeks. Ooh. And it was billed for 24 episodes, and they canceled it mid-season because it was so bad. And people Ooh. were saying, well, Bill Simmons made a career out of ripping people on television and then couldn't do it himself. Yeah. Now, that's Rough. what they said. I, don't, I never saw an episode, so I don't know. Um, Nobody yeah. did, apparently. <laughs> I why. thought he was a basketball player. <laughs> Reading some of the responses, though, online are hilarious. And the thing is, Chris Collingsworth deleted that. Now, do you think he deleted that because he genuinely respects Bill Simmons and didn't want it be t- to be taken the wrong way? Maybe they're buddies. And should he have left it up? I think, generally speaking, you should leave up tweets that you... Well, I mean, because they're there. They're there now. We know he said it. How do we know what he said if he deleted it? It's out there. Right? Screen grab. I guess I think the only reason you leave it up is because you genuinely feel bad. Or I've done that. I've, or, like, I've deleted... I deleted something recently about Pecorine because I just decided to rant about him. Like, for like he's the reason the Preds were off to a bad start. And then I went and looked at his numbers, and I went, okay, Pecorino has been bad in the past, for sure. He hasn't been bad so far this season. He's been fine. 
Oh, sh- shoot. He's definitely not the reason they're losing. Well, it's P.K. Right, Subban. Because they felt bad. P.K. Subban is the reason they're losing. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, and not just that. The lack of Shea Weber. Oh, for My sure. Goodness. For sure. Mm. God. And also, Tarian greater than Laviolette. Um, <laughs> Jesse, what do you think? Leave it up. Take it down. The tweet? Ah, I think you can take it down. I don't mind you taking down a tweet if you don't feel that way anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he obviously feels that way on he some felt level. It felt. Yeah, at the moment. Past tense. I don't mind if you take down a tweet. It was a damn good burn, though. That is a damn yeah. good burn. Now let's do the press conference, shall we? The presser. SDP. The Steve Dangle Press Steve. Conference. Jesse E. What other embarrassing things have you done involving NHL players? Similar to texting Garrett Sparks. Oh, um, I think, have I told my Jennifer Botterill one before? Not NHL, but. No, I don't think so. No, okay. I, so this was in my early days interviewing and I was not good at it. I wasn't good at it. Um, I can't remember what school she played for. I want to say, oh man, it was one of the schools like really famous for their law program. Let's say Harvard. I don't know. And the, I was trying to frame the question around what was it like going to a school known for something basically more than playing hockey. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a stupid question because it's completely ignoring the fact that they have a really good hockey program. Might have been, might have been Princeton. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah. Sorry about that. We, I was uh, I was completely ignoring the fact that that school also had a really good hockey program. But I was trying to be like, oh, it's known more for lawyers. And I realize how shitty the question is in the middle of asking it. And so I'm stumbling and I make it even worse. And so she just like puts on a screw face like in the middle of it and just goes, "Are you chirping my school?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, and she was really sweet about it and knew i was just I, shit how old was i that would have been that was before the olympics i was 21 oh man i sucked man I, shitty oh. I, she let me down easy so, so that was nice unfortunately we've got to wrap this up early because somebody else booked the room directly after us yeah. and running a little bit you might be time. like if you're watching the youtube version what's this paper towel and lysol magically yeah, doing there I that wasn't there in the previous shot anyway we're gonna get out of here thank you so much for listening to the show uh we'll catch you on reddit or twitter or facebook or any way you want to reach out to us any of those things have yourself a good one and we will talk to you on the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle at Adam W-Y-L-D-E and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.